Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. On this week's Smartpreneur podcast, our guest is Roberto Lewis. Roberta is the founder of Roberta Lewis & Associates, with many years of experience with the CBA channel. Please welcome Roberta Lewis. Hi, Roberta. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm wonderful. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Smartpreneurs, we have a great opportunity today. We're going to chat with Roberta Lewis of Roberta Lewis & Associates. And she's going to talk about, uh, take us maybe a little deeper into her latest blog on the Smartpreneur blog series. Uh, and the title of this week's Smartpreneur blog is The Buck Stops Here, Listening to, Hearing, and Empowering Your Managers. It's a really great blog, but we're going to go even deeper. So again, welcome, Roberta. Um, you know, I thought it was a great blog. And uh, of course, as usual, I've got some questions for you to uh, dig in a little bit deeper, if you would. The first thing that kind of hit me about that, uh, being an entrepreneur myself, and I'm sure uh, lots of our smartpreneurs out there are are uh, either solopreneurs uh, or they're you know they're kind of the rainmaker, and the responsibility sits with them. If you would maybe talk about the loneliness of of being a boss, and you mentioned this week's blog about. Uh, you know, that, that thing where you're not supposed to talk to your employees about your business problems and things like that. You know, how does one stay sane, you know, during that situation, you know, that, that feeling of loneliness? You know, what's your opinion about that subject? Well, it, it's very common, and I think most managers experience that. You know, it's just like, you know, at home, you don't tell your children your problems, you know. You deal with it with your spouse. But at work, you're not always privileged to have that one, you know, person beside you that's like your partner. Right. So you always, your your employees, you're always trying to motivate them and keep them, you know, upbeat and optimistic. But in the real trenches, you know, there's there's a lot of turmoil, you know, in our minds as we struggle to to overcome hurdles, obstacles, and you know, I think it's just a common problem everywhere, you know. So um, it's just, I think the buying groups, you know, and, and when I was uh, in business with, in, that, in that situation, I actually had some alike retailers that I was able to bond with across the country and uh, to be able to actually talk in real time, in real, real facts to what's going on or without feeling judged or, you know, or feel like you're failing and, 
you know, the, the biggest problem is just being honest and being humble to say, yeah, this is not working well. What are you doing? Uh, but just to have sort of, you know, sort of like a, a therapist in business, somebody that you can align with and just get things off your chest. Because you really don't want to go to your people that you're trying to, to motivate to, you know, burden them. Because if they think you're burdened, then they're burdened, you know. So it's really important that you, you know, you, you keep that face up front that, you know, everything's good, everything's in control, um, even when it's not. And sometimes that could be your accountant. That could be somebody, you know, that you hire. Like we had an outside accounting firm, um, and they were a good source because, you know, or your banker, you know, not today you don't have bankers like you did back in the day. But uh, there, there are there are people that you have within your circle that are not in your company that you can use as a resource. So I would say is the first thing is to try to find somebody. You got to have somebody. You can't take it home to your spouse, you know. You can a couple of times, you can once in a while, but you know what? You don't want to burden them, you know. You just want to support them. They want to support you, but you don't want them to become your 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 wife's spouse, you know. Um, so I, I think it's I think today the buying groups give you a lot of opportunity to network and to find those people that you trust and those people that you know that have your back and want you to succeed and will help you. So yeah, that's what I, I would do today. I, I did an, uh, a blog uh, probably a couple of years ago now about the mastermind group, and uh, you know if, if you can't put together if you want to go look it up you can go to smart uh, simplelabel.com and click yeah. on smart entrepreneur blog uh, to read about it. But but you're right. Nowadays, um, you know, if you can't put together your the like the right mastermind group, uh, going to these buying groups or uh, things like ASEAN, uh, those type of ideas uh, are wonderful. You know, a, a long time ago, uh, when I was in, in the uh, in the retail slash custom business, you know, manufacturers would would have retreats and stuff like that, and they had their right. own group, and you know, it was pair and stuff like that, and those were great. But uh, I think that's a great idea that uh, that's talked about with the uh, with the buying groups. That that leads me yeah. into. Uh, you, you also had a, a really great concept in in the article uh, about uh, this thing you called the glue, which was a, a way to bring together uh, the employees to to help them share what's going on with with, uh, with them in the business. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and it, it was really, it, it, it kind of evolved in time that I had seven top managers. We were a pretty big company. And um, what we would do, we had weekly meetings, you know, with the people that weren't able to be there were tele teleconferenced in. Back in the day, it wasn't video, it was just audio. And it's not but, uh, Yeah, but in a group like that where the owners are there and the mm -hmm. marketing managers are there, people are not going to talk, you know. They're not going to share what's going on or what their troubles are, you know, they want to, they want to have faith. They want everything to be great in, in their camp because that's their camp, you know. Yep. So I started having offsite meetings once a month at a restaurant, you know, and it was just the top managers. And um, we would go there and at first, it, at first it was kind of like they were just like, they would just dump on me and tell me everything in the world that was wrong, you know. And, and uh, sometimes I would leave there and feel like I was, you know, pretty defeated. And But in time, it started to get a little bit more structured, you know, to where it was amazing because they were they were able to say things and to share things that they thought, even a upper manager, things that they didn't like, they didn't agree, uh, they felt, you know, they didn't feel they were treated right. And But it was really great. It was like this 
it brought this group together like I've never seen, you know. And um, a lot of times I didn't say anything. I would just sit there and listen, and I would let them, and they would solve a lot of their own problems. Uh, but the one thing that I always told them, I said, you know, when you're in leadership, you could have a problem, but it doesn't mean that it can be solved today. Yep. You know, we just have to recognize that this is an area that we have to work on and start some strategic planning to try to resolve some of those issues. And I shared in my blog is that, you know, we had, we've had salesmen, you know, the guys, the ones that are the top performers in any organization are usually the most difficult ones to work with. Uh, I call them prima donnas, you know. That's true. Um, and, and, yeah, and they're demanding. And, but you know what? And they might make, the, they might really disrupt the whole culture of the company sometimes. And it really is time for maybe to, consider them leaving, you know, because it's just that disruptive. But you can't do that overnight, you know. Yeah. You've got to realize I've got an issue I've got to deal with, and then you might have to hire two people to replace them. Uh, and then you got to realize that they're probably going to go to your competitor, and they're probably going to or start their own business, one of the two. Mm -hmm. They're not going away. So uh, anyway, I just kind of taught them that, you know, don't react. Don't make immediate decisions about something that really needs to be worked out in time. And uh, that was just like us having a culture where, where we, we, we work together and uh, to teach them that. And I had somebody teach me that. So uh, it, was, it was a good lesson pushed forward to them. And I had a great team. We had competitors come into town and I never lost a manager, you know, and I see that as a, as a big success because they trusted, they trusted working there and they felt like they were a partner not not an employee they and like, i think that's, they that's they were being heard yeah well that that we that they were important you know and they yeah, were important i could you, as, a, as an owner or a manager you can't do it by yourself you have right. to have people you trust you know if you don't trust the people that you put in charge then you're you're in trouble you know absolutely you, you are it's, yeah so that that leads me into uh, the, the kind of the 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 other concept about this, which is uh, they felt like they were being heard, they felt like they're trusted, they felt a bit like a partner, which is really great, right? But then probably one of the most important things I think you talk about at the end of the article is really empowering uh, that person to make a decision. They don't have to constantly uh, look upwards and and uh, ask for permission to to do the right thing. You talk a little bit about that in the, in the blog. You want to maybe expound upon how important it is to empower your employees to make good decisions? You know, it's, it, it is important. And they need to know that, especially like me, I didn't own the business. I had some, but the owner was above me, you know, the CEO. And mm -hmm. uh, they were always, they had a lot of respect for him and they were always afraid of being, doing something wrong in his eyes, you know. So uh, it's really important, and one thing that I told them early on is, you know, we're not going to do everything right. We're going to make mistakes. And as, if anything that we do, we just have to fix it. We have to correct it, you know. So if you make a mistake, you know, if, if you feel like you need to make a decision, you make it, you know. And whatever happens, you know, I'm the buffer between you and him, you know, you and them. And um, and I did. I stood up if something went wrong, and you know I took the heat for it. And they saw that. And once they see that, and they feel like trust, then they start thinking. And I had one situation where I was out of town because I traveled a lot because I was involved with a lot of things. But uh, mm -hmm. 
and something happened with one of our uh, subcontractors and it was uh, costing money to fix the customer's house. And the manager said, you know what, I just, you know, back then we didn't have the connectivity to get a hold of people when they were gone like we do today. But uh, he was like, you know what, I thought, first thing I thought was what would Roberta do? And he said she would she would take care of the customer and then she would figure out the rest later. So, <laughs> and you know what, that right no, that was that was huge, you know, and right. even if it cost us money, you know, it was worth it just for him to feel like he wasn't going to make the wrong decision. Because when you feel like you're going to make, make the wrong decision, you're not going to make any decision. Right. And all that does is creates a, a, a funnel where everything's going through one person and it's just not efficient, you know. Even if you make a mistake and it costs, it, it costs money, it's, it'll cost you less money to do that than to try to have one person micromanage every decision in the company, especially when you've got, you know, you, our business level at that time would probably be equivalent to like 50 million in sales today, which is a lot. Yep. Um, anyway, there was, there's, there's a lot of things going on and you have to rely on people and they have to know they're not gonna get fired or they're not gonna get demoted or demeaned for, for doing something that, you know, you just you you make the decision based on what you know today, and it it could be wrong, but that's okay, yeah. you know. Well, great, so. thank you, Roberta. It was uh, it was good stuff today. Really appreciate uh, your your insights. And smartpreneurs, yeah. I hope you enjoyed today. Uh, thank you, everybody. Tune in, <laughs> tune in again, R Roberta. If if somebody wanted to uh, reach out, and uh, you know, Roberta does great PR work as well, uh, mostly manufacturers. But uh, great PR work. Uh, if somebody wanted to reach out and get a hold of you, uh, what might your website be? I think I can guess. It's robertalewis.com. There you but go. My email is even easier. It's just roberta at robertalewis.com. That's fantastic. So. Well, again, Roberta, thank okay. you so much. You guys have a good day. And we'll see you, Smartpreneurs, again on the Smartpreneur podcast. And remember, you can uh, watch uh, previous podcasts anywhere you uh, listen to podcasts, or you can watch them right at simplyreliable.com. And while you're there, check out the Smartpreneur blog as well. Have a great day.